0: Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. Welcome. This is your host, Diana Crash, and I am joined today by the incomparable, amazing, incredible, gorgeous Angie Willoughby, aka the Green Baker, host of the Green Baker podcast and co founder of Vagina Catalogs. I'm kidding, Vagina (laughs) Catalogs.
1: We're going to officially change the name. It's going to be the Vagina Catalogs now.
0: Hi, Angie, I'm so happy you're here today.
1: Hey, how are you? I'm so glad to be on your podcast. I'm so excited to be officially a co host. You know, yeah, yeah, me that's too. pretty amazing. I've you know, never had that distinction, so that's you're
0: pretty- amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you're an amazing chef, by the way. I didn't get that in there in the intro, in case it wasn't clear. She is an amazing culinary goddess. Oh, you thank you. Check thank her
1: you. Out. I appreciate it. I, you know, hashtag I'm a fat girl, so fat girls love to eat. So I love. eating So. <laughs> in <I'm not clear laughs> <than> heaven.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love eating. <laughs> it's a good thing i don't live too close to you anymore because let me tell you you'd be coming over to get can
1: of sugar like every other day you'd be like that neighbor knocking on my door like hey can i borrow a cup of sugar?"
0: oh no yeah. i would be ordering the whole menu like on a daily basis and you'd be like okay you need you have a problem <laughs> <laughs> intervention time but so- thank you for having me on i really appreciate it Thank you for being on. So we're going to start with um a segment that I do every episode and it's called Fave Pot, Fave Not Pot. Um and it's where we talk about our favorite current cannabis related item and our favorite non-cannabis related item. Um, <laughs> if both of my things are cannabis related
1: because I was really. I it I,
0: literally I, happens more often than not. Oh <laughs> so I oh, no worries.
1: Asked that in the beginning, but I totally didn't. So
0: no, it was going to be with me as well, but I was like pushing myself, uh, which uh, I'll get to that. Pushing myself is part of what <clears throat> my fave not pot thing is, but I'm going to start with my fave pot. <laughs> My fade Pot item is my Puff coat, which I got as a recent birthday present. <laughs> Thank you. Birthday present. Aww. I love it so much. I like carry it around with me. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, I know it's not supposed to be carried around, but
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so like tell me like what does the what does the puff Co do because i'm not a huge like i'm more on the edibles like i love 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 edibles and i'm yeah. not
0: a huge smoker same so what yeah, I, I i i very i was very like leery of the whole concentrate world because i'm bad with technology oh. and i'm old and, no I'm kidding. <laughs> But I, I'm a very basic cannabis consumer. But anyway, I went I head first. Simple.
1: I keep it simple and easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I started, but then I started with um, using the rig and the dabs, and uh, and then you know it was downhill from there. So um, <laughs> the
1: puffco. It feels like you're speaking Chinese to me. I swear. I mean, I I know these things, but yeah. I personally do not use any of them. So it's always interesting when I meet. Someone else, And I'm just like, what is this dab rig thing that you speak of, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, the dab rig's a little bit more, the reason why I like the Puffco is because the dab rig is more like a ritual kind of a thing. Like, you have to set it up and everything, you know? And I I don't like to, I mean, you know, I like doing that, but I don't have that kind of lifestyle right now. So, the Puffco, it's like you take the little piece of, you take your dab, which is the, the piece of concentrate, and then you just put it in the little thing (laughs) the cartridge and then you press the button twice and it heats up for you and then it goes brrr it like it vibrates when it's ready and you inhale it and then it's like taking a several rips from like a bong i'd say
1: okay like it's like a high-tech uh
0: bong yeah dab bong yeah bubbler like yeah kind of a thing
1: so this is like the grown-up version of yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. version yeah it is it's
0: good for like if you have kids and stuff and you have to keep things up high and you need to just do a little like oh let me get a little a a a little little, hit here and a little puffing
1: yeah yeah
0: okay and you don't have to worry about all the mess and the smell and all that like um, I mean, I'm not that messy or smelly, but you know. <laughs> I
1: guess if I ever decided to venture into that arena of really, really, you know, like smoking paraphernalia, yeah, I, I, you know, if that seems like something that I would like to use just because I am a little bougetto, you know, a little, mm-hmm, boug- mm-hmm. little ghetto, so yeah. I feel like I would like that kind of
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, no, I don't need to spend money on that. No, no, no. it took me a while and my husband like finally talked me into it and i'm like okay all right fine 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 and now i'm like addicted to it. I like i love this thing so much it's ridiculous well that's
1: good i mean i think yeah. it's important that we treat ourselves sometimes yeah know? i mean i'm not like
0: i'm not really addicted i shouldn't say that but i i love it i love it a lot
1: <laughs> it sound like me because my my fave pot or pot fave how does it go pot fave You
0: can say yeah fave pot
1: my favorite item right now is my newest baby. See, you get excited about, like, new and improved, you know, bong.
0: Yeah, practice. yeah.
1: I get excited about things in the kitchen. So, yeah. my newest favorite thing is my Arden DeCarver. <gasps> oh. Oh. It's like heaven on earth. I, I need one of those. I freaking love this thing. I... It is my all time favorite thing right now. It is definitely made my life in the kitchen and in the edibles world like so convenient. I'm like, yeah. And it, I was kind of like you. I was like, I had seen it for a while and I was like, nah, nah, nah. It's kind of expensive. I could just do it the right. way I've been doing it, you know, in the oven, you know, all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a pain really in the ass, though. I didn't want to get it right away, but then. I, you know, as business has definitely picked up and it's, you know, I'm always trying to find ways to create consistent product for my customers to create consistent edibles, because that's so important, especially when it comes to dosing and it comes to, you know, the expectation and the experience that you have with edibles, you know, it's so varied, you know, so wanting to make sure I'm creating the most, um, you know, effective and efficient product and you know, not to mention, I mean, hell, I'm a business owner, so at the end of the day, you know, I want to get the most out of my flour, right? Because it's uh-huh, uh-huh. a costly product to have. Sure. So, you know? so I finally broke down, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get it. And uh-huh. um, and it was expensive. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it was yeah probably more than I would have felt comfortable spending. You know, but. Uh-huh. Once I got it and I used it and I was actually able to test it out because I'm a bit of like a mad scientist when it comes to being in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I tested it out and the results were exponentially better than how I was doing it my old way. So it was worth it. I'm like, take all my wow. money, take all of my things <laughs> now. Like I'm like, I'm converted. I am a, a, a big ardent, you know, converter now. I'm like telling
0: everybody about it. Awesome. Um, I need to get one of those. I've been thinking about it for like literally four years. I need to yeah, get one, but it's so worth it. And they have the bigger
1: one, which I have the bigger one, obviously, because I, you know, decarb a lot of flour, you know, sure. and, um, but they do have a little smaller one and it's just as good. And it just makes it so – the thing I also love about it is, like, pretty much makes anything into an edible. So, you could, like, literally take that flour that you decarbs and just, like, mm-hmm. sprinkle it on your salad or something, you know? Yeah. So- it takes yeah. a lot of meaning to eating your greens, right? Yeah.
0: Do you ever put it in ground coffee? I've been doing that lately. Really? Like I think that's like grinding it up with my coffee. Oh,
1: yeah. I guess that would kind of work because it makes sense because it's already decarbed and everything. So yeah. basically, however you ingest it, whether you infuse it into an oil or just eat it straight, it's, it's activated. So, yeah, wow. I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's
0: awesome. That is so awesome. I need to get one of those. You've convinced me get it i actually have a um an
1: affiliate code so if you need one i'll, I'll shoot it over to you d and so oh, can, nice so you can get a little discount if whenever you decide to buy it
0: <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome yeah. um so my fave not pot thing is therapy um <laughs> i actually signed up with BetterHelp, who is not a podcast sponsor but if you're listening no kidding <laughs> no, kidding not kidding i'm available for sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, like sometimes, you know, she gives me homework that I really drag my feet on, but it oh, yeah. is pretty yeah, awesome. We have a
1: great therapist, too. And I, the one thing that I always tell people is when you're in therapy, don't expect to feel good right away. No. <laughs> yeah. To feel like shit, most yeah. of the time when you're done with sessions, But then once you do the work, you begin, or if you choose to do the work, because you could choose not to do it, right? But if you choose to do the work, you'll definitely start to see the benefits of it, but I could tell you every time I came out of a session, I was like boohoo and crying or feeling like crap or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, this is fucking horrible. Why am I doing this to myself? You know?
0: <laughs> I know. I know. We go like the most of the time and I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of doing your job for you a little bit. And then, <laughs> then she'll say like one thing and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> start crying like immediately like I need a minute before yeah, I can answer yeah.
1: you so when you have a when you have a good therapist they make you do the work you know what I'm saying yeah that's that's part of it but you definitely stick with it people don't
0: don't give up on yourselves don't give up on your mental health that's super no. important you know and and then there's so many virtual options now which is really important for someone like me who doesn't have a lot of access to going out of the house yeah. anyway before COVID so now it's like they're with COVID I think one of the benefits um, because there's so many I didn't mean it like that um Uh, we're not at the joking phase yet I shouldn't be just jumping right into that but laugh, uh, just, you don't laugh if, you can, if you can't laugh you'll cry right um,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> but I do like how a lot of things are becoming virtual for me it's a benefit um, it's yeah. a, lot, a lot more accessible in, in, in a lot of ways for something so I so. love how
1: your favorite knot pot is actually a really good thing <laughs> <laughs> is, isn't that strange how that works out right yeah like, yeah <laughs> that you could probably hate is actually pretty pretty helpful yeah you know yeah yeah I get that therapy can be really difficult you know my fave my not so fave not pot is actually an article that I read this week I kind of took like a social media hiatus for a bit you know cause mm-hmm, I needed mm-hmm. to focus on some other stuff and I I don't, I mean, and honestly, I really need to see the social dilemma on Netflix because everybody's talking about it because I just feel like, I feel like I'm going to be highly triggered when I watch it. Yeah. I'm like, I just feel like I am that person, but, um but there's so much great things on social media and I connect with my community on social media and it's just, it's been so incredible. So I just think it's about finding balance. And so that's what this week was. It was about kind of finding balance and saying, Yes, Angie, you can step away from Instagram. Yeah, or...
0: have that work out.
1: It's actually been really good. I've found time to do other things, which is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, wow, who knew I had all this free time, all this time that I was spending scrolling Instagram incessantly, you know? Wow. Um, But I did read an article about um, uh, Florida's gained a new license holder here for the medical marijuana <laughs> um, Mm -hmm. industry and it's cookies. So burner is going to be coming here to Florida. And I know there are a ton of people that are super freaking excited about it because, you know, cookies is such a well-known brand. It's such a, you know, recognizable, you know, within the cannabis industry. Um, you know, and burner has some incredible strains that people are really big fans of. And so I was like, wow, that's really great. But then also at the same time, I was like, that kind of sucks because I kind of want to see more people from here in Florida getting licenses. You yeah. Know? And yeah. so as excited as I am about cookies coming and excited as people are that cookies are going to be here in Florida, I couldn't help but kind of feel like once again, it's a hit. It's a loss for someone here in florida who's a local business a local person that's from this state that could have gotten that license you know um yeah and so once again it just highlights to me the disparages that are in this cannabis especially the medical not the you know hemp or you know cbd arena but specifically the medical side you know how many just pitfalls there are in that industry and oh yeah um and the gap is just widening more and more especially as the few licenses that are still available are going to start falling into hands of people that are not from here you know um, right so yeah so great for burner great for cookies great for patients hopefully uh, we will keep our fingers crossed they're supposed to roll out um, 2021, I think they said mm-hmm. it waited for them to open their first store. So, you know, good for them, but, you know, pot- potentially bad for someone who lives here in Florida and, and might have yeah. get a license, you know, so. Yeah. Wah, wah.
0: Well, that kind of segues into what we're going to talk about today, um, mm. which is the importance of access to edible medicine, infused yeah. food, um or more simply food is medicine because I think a lot of people get um edibles conflated with like candy or mm-hmm. um things that are not healthy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think that you know the holistic approach needs to be applied more and that's what we're we're talking about, you know, like that food is medicine and you do so much work around that. I mean you do so much work on well, like marshmallows and yeah. <laughs>
1: But, but I mean, but, I think there's a time and a place, and moderation is key, you know. Um, but but when
0: you're using good ingredients and you're cooking with love and you're, you know, educating people about the importance of food instead of just like a ways, you know, a means to to an you end. Know. Yeah, right,
1: totally. And I mean, right now, you know, and I know you'll probably get into, you know, Florida edibles regulation finally came through after like five years. <laughs> it took
0: yes. It like took they forever. just laid it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it took like the longest ever. And people were like literally chomping at the bit, you know, to get especially.
0: Edible. Yeah. Because there's a lot of chronically ill people it, Well, in the world, in the country, but you know, especially in South Florida, I know from being yeah, there.
1: Because it's our medical marijuana program. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are so many people that could benefit from this planned. Um, as long as it's used wisely, you know, there are so many people, our senior citizen population is huge here, you know? Um, and so it is definitely something that a lot of people were looking forward to and were super excited about it finally coming to fruition after all this time, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, and I did a little bit of like a little Instagram, Live talk on my on my Instagram about you know, yes, it's great to be excited about you know having edibles, but let's look at it holistically, like you're saying, you know we can't necessarily think of getting all of our meds from cookies and candies and chocolates, and you know like we have to take a much more holistic approach, yeah um when it comes to edibles, and I really hope that as much money as the dispensaries have here in Florida that they will truly, truly make an effort to, um, offer these things to people. And, and I hope that they'll really look within the resources that are here in Florida, you know, like right now I know Leaf um, has their own, you know, in-house edibles that they're making, you know, right. um, like chocolates. And there's like these little gummy kind of things that they have right now, um, mm-hmm. but they're also outsourcing a lot of it too. You know, they've had a contract with Binsky and so bis- you know, that's been in their dispensaries for, you know, at least now maybe like a year or so, maybe a little bit more. Um, I know they're also contracted with Love and Oven to bring some stuff in. So they're contracting companies that are outside of our state to bring their varieties in of edibles. Um, instead of truly using the resources that are right here in the state of Florida, which we have some incredible creative, you know, forward thinking, you know, edible right in this state. And so um I truly hope that not only will they um take into account that holistic, like you were saying, like food is medicine, you know, right. you're in like a mindful food.
0: approach to it, you know, like there are people like me and like, um, Our mutual friend Alyssa, (laughs) who have, um, hey man we (laughs) love you, girl. (laughs) We have conditions that you know make it, I think, impossible sometimes to to do it any other way. I mean, there's, and I'm not talking about you know eating candy or gummy. I'm talking about like um, having infused beverages available or something that dissolves into your tongue. I mean, edibles take so many different forms. It
1: really does. It really does. And you know, and at the same time, just like it takes those, that many forms, that to me is access, right? Mm-hmm. So if I am a patient who is fighting a chronic illness,
0: mm-hmm. but I
1: also have diabetes, which is one of the most prevalent um, diseases here in the United States or mm-hmm. you know, how am I going to be able to medicate if, and let's say I'm not a smoker, maybe I'd, I've never smoked or I don't feel comfortable, just a personal preference. I don't feel comfortable smoking. It makes me think of, you know, right addicts or people who are addicted, you know, so to make it more approachable, accessible, and also holistically, you know, reachable for people, you have to think of other versatile ways to offer edibles to people, you know? And so I don't, I hope that the dispensaries will be thoughtful about that, but mm-hmm. also at the same time, I think it does leave, um, leave holes in the system for people like me to be able to come in. So it's right. like a, I'm pushing for people for the dispensaries and the bigger companies to do these things the The reality of it is, is that we know they're gonna do what's best for their bottom, do- for their bottom um, dollar, right? They're gonna right. do what's gonna make the most fiscal sense for them, yeah. right? So then that leaves a hole in the system for people like myself and other really incredible, you know, edible creators here in Florida to say hey, let me start giving classes to patients. Let me start offering different um, methods of consumption for them to be able to take their medicine and create it into something that's much more holistically um, healing for them and and much more approachable and accessible, you know? And so I think that's kind of where I'm able to come in, thankfully, and, you know, kind of offer my services as a chef and as a cannabis chef to be able to teach people how to make their medicine accessible because it's great that the medical program is out there, but if, you know, our, I think our numbers have already reached over 400,000 on the patient registry. You right. know, how many of those people are actually using their medicine in a way that it, they feel like it's doing better for their quality of life. You know, how many of those patients didn't walk into a dispensary and feel super overwhelmed because there wasn't anything that they felt comfortable taking or consuming and they just decided to leave. You know, like, so I hear these stories all the time. And so it's, it's about being able to have access. It's great that the medicine is there, but if nobody can access it, then what the hell is the point? You know, like. Right.
0: And like a stigma too, that surrounds like the higher dose edibles, which I find a lot uh, because like microdosing is great you know um i'm not saying anything bad about it but <laughs> some people who have chronic pain or intractable pain and very severe you know pain they they need physically more yeah. more they need yeah. higher doses and so there are a lot of issues there because you have the stigma surrounding it but then you also have the dispensaries that are selling well not it's not the dispensaries fault necessarily the the, you know but the 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 products out there that are you know 100 milligrams or something like that which is fine if you know what you're doing and what you're getting but then if you don't and you're in a lot of pain and they say oh you'll be fine if you take this you might not be if you don't take enough cbd with it or something like that because everyone is different and so you have like it's kind of like a a double-sided i feel I think it's a double-sided
1: do on all sides. <laughs> Double- right, They couldn't be double-sided if it's all sides, then it would be four sides.
0: Yeah, right, yeah. I know what you meant, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all sides, you know, you have the people that are, you know, high. they need those high doses, you know. Right. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I love microdosing. I function very well. But that's yeah. at this point in my life, I don't need a higher dose. Not to say right. that I won't need a higher dose, Later uh-huh. on in life, at some point in my life, just like right. I tell people, just because you don't use cannabis now doesn't mean that it won't be an option for you at some point in your life or someone who you love or care for may need cannabis in their life. It may not necessarily be for you, but don't look down on it because uh-huh. you never know. You know what I'm saying? So, thank goodness I'm in relative good health, you know, and so yeah. I don't need a really high dose. So, my lifestyle just doesn't dictate that I need to take like giant, you know, thousand milligrams of cannabis to feel what I need to feel. But that also does not negate the fact that there are people out there that do need higher doses and their lifestyle and what they're going through and what they're fighting and battling. They need those higher doses. So I think it's it's about being able to educate people and, and let people understand and know what, what works for them isn't uh-huh. necessarily the dictator of what works for someone else. You know right. what I mean? And and giving people access so they can make the best decision for their own lives. We're all different, you know, like, it's crazy because it's like, you know, my customers come to me and they're like, you know, you have those customers that's like, what's your highest dose, you know, and I'm just like, well, you know it's not always necessarily about that. Like, what are you mm-hmm. trying to deal with? Are you dealing with insomnia? Are you dealing with paranoia? Are you dealing with anxiety? Are you dealing with stress? You know, are you, is it chronic pain? Like, you know, so there's so many things that this plant can do as long as we're willing to um, listen to our bodies, you know. Right. Um,
0: That's so important. Yeah. That's the biggest part of it too.
1: It is. It's huge. It's so... Like it's because, so huge that yeah. Just, just
0: talking about the bigger dose, like the I am someone who relies on a higher dosage, but I'm not. Um, I mean, it's nothing too extreme. But I've also had some really. <laughs> um, interesting situations with edibles <laughs> because of other things i had in my system you know and alcohol mixing into the equation oh, and, alcohol like that. and cannabis yeah does not work for me i cannot it's do it
1: well it doesn't you have to be very very careful with alcohol and cannabis
0: <laughs> you know you know palm beach mall right oh yeah oh yeah yeah i'm not allowed back in there let's just say that all right <laughs>
1: Will you' going know oh, yeah. going be like, "Do you know this lady? Have you
0: <laughs> they're probably like, "No, yeah, she's not allowed. She's not
1: allowed. She tried to sleep on the floor so you you weren't went on a uh cannabis and alcohol binge? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I went on a post holiday um party at like it was an office party, nice. and then I had edibles and then I went Christmas shopping with my friend, and it all hit right before I went into the mall, and I didn't really anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, and there I, was I, like I, a whole big ass edible too.
1: I, I also, I too have had my cannabis and alcohol uh, yeah. episode, and so I, <laughs> I laugh because I've been there. So I yeah. know exactly what you're talking. About. I didn't get banned from a whole mall. <laughs>
0: Uh, but, well I mean I'm not like sure that I'm totally banned but I know that they don't they did not want me in there <laughs> and I don't think I was allowed back in for a while oh, that's,
1: that's great you know that I mean, epic. That is epic so- I
0: blacked out so I don't really know for sure like <laughs> the official but, what the official yeah.
1: was what the official what the official cause of everything was that uh, is hilarious. hilarious my friend know? was not <laughs> thinking it was funny at all she did not think it was funny I thought it was You know, but looking back on it, come on.
0: (laughs) The funniest part was when, like, the security guard was like, ma'am, are you okay? And I was, like, literally trying to take a nap in the food court, like, (laughs) on the floor. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right
1: actually. Yeah, about right. Yeah. That was
0: in my twenties, right? No, actually it wasn't. It was like still early thirties, but I'm more adult now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, my episode happened to me literally, what was it? Two years ago? Yeah. it was like maybe two or three years ago. So mid-30s, mid-30s, yeah. you live yeah. and you learn. You know what I'm Exactly.
0: And- <laughs> yeah. You just have to figure out what works and what doesn't, and you have to be patient about it. But uh, I'm sure you deal with people all the time, like sending you crazy messages and saying like, oof, this hit me really weird. Or, then, I don't know. And, and, you know, the thing that I tell people is,
1: is at least for me, for my edibles, cause I know everyone kind of has their own specific ways that they do things. And so I can only speak about myself, but you know, I, I tell people this all the time. I said, you know, you have to understand one, I don't use any sort of like distillates or isolates or anything. I use the whole flower. So, you know, the flower is of nature. Our body is of nature. So I could give you guidelines to kind of how, how this may affect you. But at the end of the day, your body chemistry is very different from mine. You're, you know, what you have in your system and how your system metabolizes and all of these things. And you kind of have to give some leeway for mother nature to do what she's going to do. Right. Right. So I feel like that's the blessing and the curse of cannabis is because, you know, if you're not using some sort of pharmaceutical um, you know, distilled down to a very specific molecule kind of product to infuse your edibles with, you always have to give a little bit of leeway for your body and the plant medicine to do its thing, you know? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and so I, so people will always be like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was gonna. And I'm like, you know, Hey, I give you guidelines, you know, right. Yeah. You gotta be smart about it. You gotta lock the door. So so, yeah, I think that's really, you know, that's really, that's really what is important about being able to get edibles and being able to be mindful about what it is that you're, you know, what it is that you're doing, you know? So yeah. Education is key, but listen to your body, people listen to your body.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, So, like, what's one of the biggest challenges that you face trying to normalize the discussion around how food is medicine and the intersection of that and cannabis?
1: You know, I think the biggest challenge with that is, one, helping people learn and know that edibles can come in many different forms. (laughs) I think that's a big challenge, you know, um... It's especially just for me personally, once again, I can't speak for other people, you know, I know most people are really kind of used to, you know, kind of having the brownies and the nerd ropes and the, you know, and kind of all this different stuff. And, you know, when they come to me, I'm just kind of like, well, I'm a little bit more thoughtful about what I offer. And, right. and you know, and we have to understand that, you know, edibles, it's a great treat to be able to have those things, but come in so many different forms and how you're medicating is also such an important component. You know, what are you trying to achieve? You know, intention is everything, you know, Uh I think that is the biggest determining factor, you know, between over medicating or over indulging, you know, Uh because there's no wrong way to do it. But I think it's really, it comes down to what your intention is. And so if someone comes to me and they're like, hey, I'm dealing with this illness and can I get three brownies and four cookies? And I'm just like, well, you know, I also have the butters. I have the oils. Because if you're really trying to mitigate this this disease, this chronic issue that you have, then it's my duty to kind of educate you. You know, mm-hmm. it's my duty mm-hmm. to educate you like, well... That's cool if you want to do the whole brownies thing, but I have other ways that you can really manage that and still medicate on a regular basis and use it in your food and use your food as your medicine, you know? Yeah. And um, and so I think that's kind of my biggest challenge is helping people see their edibles in a completely different way, you know, yeah. not just yeah. seeing it as, oh, the cookies and the gummies and the brownies but also being very thoughtful about what it is that they're putting into their bodies and, right. and having access to that, having access yeah. to being able to have a chef that you can get really high quality can of butter from. And then you can use that to make incredible dishes that help to supplement and help your body do what you're wanting it to do. You know? Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's definitely,
0: that's the only way it's worked for me, to be honest, not to cut you off. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I mean, that's, um, you know, I have Crohn's, like I said, and they, and it's really hard to find something that works when you're super nauseous. A lot of the time, yeah. you know, because it's like sometimes, you know, using a gummy or something like that. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't yeah. even use a gummy. So having something like a syrup or a liquid, and then, like you said, when you start to think about it, when you can incorporate it in everything, putting the sugar in your tea or yeah, your syrup that, in your... That
1: to me is like the ultimate like
0: awesomeness.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> that to me is the ultimate awesomeness because then it no longer then just becomes... Oh, I'm in pain. Let me go eat that brownie.
0: Right. You're not doing an edible to get high or to like get a major hit of relief. It's, Correct. it's, not, it's continuous relief. Correct. Exactly. And
1: so when you're able to manage your life in that way, inevitably your quality of life is going to be much better. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I always tell people, I'm like, edibles should be one of the tools you use. It shouldn't be the only tool. You know, no. you should have a myriad of different ways that you can administer your medicine so that way you learn what works best for you, one, and then two, you can mitigate the pain or alleviate whatever it is that you're trying to mitigate every single day. So even if it's, I know I can put my coconut, my infused coconut oil in a smoothie in the morning for breakfast, then around 12 o'clock when I have lunch or one o'clock when I have lunch, I can sprinkle a little bit of you know butter on I can make a grilled cheese with my butter and then for dinner I can you know so it's like you're able to kind of space it out to where you're able to mitigate those things and not just waiting until you're in chronic pain or you're mm-hmm. in chronic dire need and then you're like oh I'm gonna take all of this to like alleviate it right so mm-hmm. it's it's being able to have all of these different methods okay I'm gonna take a hit off of this joint Kind of mid morning because I kind of feel a little bit of breakthrough pain or breakthrough in comfort, whatever. I'll take that little bit of a hit of a joint and then I'll have, you know, because once again, also we're thinking about the bottom dollar, you know, like with COVID happening, people aren't working as much. You know, edibles are a very viable source to prolong your medicine, you know? Yeah. I and mean? so it's like if you can use all these little tools in your toolbox, then you'll be able to then sustain yourself, sustain and be able to maintain, you know, that quality of life that you want with this, yeah. this planet, you know, so
0: and plus, I think people don't realize that if you don't keep up with it, like as somebody who has these issues, if you only deal with it, like, oh, I'm going to take one brownie at the end of the day, or one pain pill at the end of the day, or whatever it is, because I know people like that, they, they, they wait, wait till I get off of work or whatever it is. Okay, but then your body has to work so much harder mm-hmm. to feel to feel good when yeah. you do that. If you continuously take care of the pain throughout the day or the issues, whatever it is, it all affects it, you know, like it affects your mental health, your physical well-being. It all connects and then you enjoy your food more, you're more present, you're able to focus on your work better. It's like it all connects.
1: It really yeah. does. It really does. And, you know, like I said, it's like, it's it's your tool. It's your toolbox. You know, cannabis is a tool within your toolbox. You use your diet, you use your mental, you know, your everyday things that you do, whether it's exercise, you know, whatever it is, but cannabis should be that tool. And we eat for life. You know, our food is, is it can be our medicine or it can be our downfall, you know, and so... Right why not incorporate that medicine into, you know, a diet that you're trying to help mitigate and, and, and create the best possible outcome for your body, you know? Um, and like I said, <laughs> I love my sweets. I love, you know, my candies and my gummies. I love those things. They're fun. They're right. enjoyable. You know, we're human. We want, we like variety. We like right. different things, you know, but I also think there has to be that balance and, um, you know we have to be responsible, especially i mean i I guess I speak for myself, I feel very responsible in you know taking care of the health of the people that i i I cook for you know and yeah. so, um, so that 's definitely a part of it is making sure that, yeah, I have the brownies and I have the cookies, but I also have oils and butters and sugars and honey and you know, different things that you can use to that doesn't necessarily entail you inhaling this whole brownie, you know, mm-hmm. to get your medicine or, you know, it, but it's nice also to have on a, you know, after a long week, a week or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I want to get sure. You know? And yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. No. Yeah. But I think, I think like crossing it, that line in your brain where you're like looking at it differently as yeah. in, as opposed to thinking, Oh, edibles are just for a fun time or, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent. It should definitely be more of an, in- and once again, it's about the intention, you know, it's the intention. What is your intention with your, with your medicine? What is, what is, what is the outcome that you're trying to get to that is going to give you the best outcome, you know? And I feel like for me, the best outcome is when you're very mindful about it. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm totally going to like eat this whole brownie on Friday. Cause I totally want to be like super fucking chill. Cause I ain't got to go to work in the morning, sure. but then on a day-to-day basis, it's like, yes, I'm going to take my medicine because it helps me to focus and feel better. And I'm able to concentrate and be a mom. And you know, that's why I medicate, you know, um, because it just helps my overall quality of life on a day-to-day basis, you know, and um, and hopefully I will never have to get to the point where I'm, you know, in chronic pain or having a chronic illness, but even if I do get to that point, because I understand and know how to use my medicine in a very intentional way, I know I'll be able to use my cannabis, and that, and that you know, it'll be a very easy transition for me to do that, you know, so... Um, but yeah, I, I, I love edibles because of the versatility of it. You know, we still, I feel like people still pigeonhole edibles into very specific things.
0: Yes. And Mm
1: -hmm. it's just so incredible the things that you can do with this flower, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and so I just, I hope to bring that to people. I hope to like open light. I think
0: it's the only way we can normalize it and across the board. It's It's the only real gateway, quote unquote, because I can't think of a better word.
1: <laughs> the gateway. The
0: gateway. Yeah. Why would it's you the gateway into getting everybody hooked on the weed? <laughs> 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 the gateway, man. It's the gateway. <laughs> but um no, but it is I think it's the thing that would make people who are normally, you know, opposed to it for whatever stigmatized reason you know, whatever learned behavior or conditioning they have that makes yeah. them think that, you know, cannabis is bad. And and then one day they eat a salad or something or drink a drink and they're like, oh my God, all of a sudden they feel like um lighter than air. And I'm just like, it's such a good mood. What is that? Because
1: uh. we laced your salad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm so tempted. If I had the, you know, resources, let me tell you. I mean,
1: I I've I I can't I mean I can't say that I've done it to people outside of my house, but I definitely have done it to people in my home because yeah, I for sure. have the ability to do that. Yeah, um, but I definitely have done it at home, you know, where I'm just like, I'm gonna make this little salad here with a little yeah. extra, and and then yeah. my wife will come to me and she'll be like, "Was there weed in that salad?" And I'm like. <laughs> i way
0: to talk I don't know
1: you know she's like you know you can't be like secret undercover medicating me and I'm like yes I can I'm your that's wife. that's hilarious you know, that's my so dream I just think it's it's really it's such a uh approachable you know way to yes that's a better way to say it yeah <laughs> the gateway. Uh, it's, it's, an, it's a very approachable, a very um, you know, just kind of method of introducing cannabis to people, and like I said, I think, because people have had such varied experiences when it comes to the sweets, um you know, being able to have something a little bit more elevated. I mean, we see the success that Andrea Drummer has had, you know, in LA with her, you know, cannabis cafe, you know, like Mm -hmm. we know that this is a way that a lot of people feel comfortable approaching this plant, you know? And so we kind of, I feel as advocates and as people that are in this industry, we kind of have to help meet people kind of halfway, you know what I'm saying? And create those spaces and those opportunities for people to have these conversations and, you know, enjoy a really great meal and walk away like, wow, that was so incredible, you know. And yeah, I think food has a way of doing that. You know, food Absolutely. has that magical way of doing that to people, you know. Yeah.
0: So I hundred percent agree.
1: I, I love being in this industry. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well you're amazing and I appreciate you so much. Um so before we end today, I know there are some cool things going on in Florida that you want to talk about. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, we were, you know, we we're really talking about
1: access to food. Right. And yeah, we were talking off, 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 I was about to say off camera, <laughs> off, <Broadway. laughs> off, off the, off the <laughs> podcast about you know, how COVID has really uncovered some of these really deep gaps within the food industry here, you know, and, Florida is a huge hospitality industry. We know that, you know, there's some restaurants, bars. I mean, come on, it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, the tourists. It's just, we are a hospitality state, you know? Right. Um, But I think one of the other really incredible things is that we are a huge agricultural state also, you know? And so I think COVID really uncovered a lot of those holes in the access to fresh food, to, you know, access to, Um, you know, being able to get those types of items at home. And so, but I was also saying how it's so great because it's also uncovered all these incredible, like, local farms that I didn't even know were near me. You know, because I kind of think, I always think when I think of agriculture, I think it's, like, somewhere, like, super south, like, in the south, like, Homestead, or all the way, like, in Okeechobee, or, you know, I kind of think of farms in that way, you know, and so... COVID really uncovered all of these incredible, like local farms that are just really close to my house, like in the middle of a metropolis, you know, and I'm like, this is so great. And so, um, you know, a lot of them had like drive up services. So people, you know, during COVID, you didn't even have to leave your car, you would just tell them what you wanted, give them your money, they'd load your car up with all these like fresh fruits and vegetables. And and it was just so great to see that, you know, because... Mm -hmm these farms would have been throwing out all this food all this again yeah. and it's just such a huge waste you know um to be able to have just such act such close access to farm fresh vegetables and farm fresh fruit um is really such an incredible thing here in florida and um you know, so I, I'll, I'll send you all the links and we can put them in the show notes. But, you know, there's some really great farms here in West Palm Beach, like East Coast Farms, there's Mecca Farms, um, and also a really great service that you can get, you know, because I know some of them, the season is now starting to wind down, you know, because. Mm-hmm. We're going into, quote, unquote, fall. <laughs> right,
0: know, right. Yeah.
1: Here in Florida because it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're going into fall. And so, um, you know, their crops are changing and things like that. And right. um, but there's like Misfits Market, which I've actually started, which is also a really, really great resource because they drop off a box of like ugly fruits and vegetables and they're perfectly fine. It's just that they look weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times those, those things, those items will, which we do now still, you know, will, would get thrown out because they just, they don't look perfect and pristine to sit on the shelves of Publix, you know, and Whole Foods mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? And so, um, so definitely look them up. Misfits Market is really great. And, and I'll put, I'll, I'm going to send you all the links to all of them. Um, okay. And when you do have food that's gone bad, definitely, like Dee said, you know, our friend Melissa um, is really great. She has a really great um, small rot. women run business It's called Let It yeah. Rock. Um, and they help compost and they have a little worm farm and, um, you know, they help do composting and things like that. And she's really incredible. She's just such a great mission that I, you know, totally support because that's, uh, to me, that is truly farm to table, you know. Yeah. This, fresh fruits and vegetables from the farm you're eating off of that you're you know supplying to your family and your body what it needs and then you're taking the the scraps and then you're you know composting them and that goes right back into the earth that has created your food you know so yeah um talk about such an
0: amazing amazing
1: program i love it full circle i love it and actually she takes paper also like she takes all kinds of stuff so it's it's really great to please please look her up. You know, she takes paper, she takes, um, you know, because paper is compostable. Um, and also in addition to like these incredible farms that have been doing, you know, drive through COVID pickups, you know, we have some really great, you know, organizations right here in West Palm, also like hospitality, helping hands, um, that does every Saturday does a drive through, um, food, food distribution, um, and, um, also Buchanan provisions. They also have a ready made meal that they kind of drop off and do. And, um, and of course we all know, you know, meals on wheels, which is providing a lot of food to our seniors, you know, because they were pretty much not able to leave their homes, you know, because of COVID. So, um, you know, meals on wheels has definitely become like this incredible asset. So, um, you know, I really encourage people to please look these places up. Let's support yeah. them with donations, let's support them so they because they are truly the ones that filled in the gaps here in Florida. You know what I'm saying? They were truly right. the ones that filled in those holes that opened up when COVID happened, all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't go to the grocery store. I can't afford to go to the grocery store. And these were the people and organizations that really stepped up to the plate to fill in and, and keep us moving. And, you know, so I, I appreciate each and every one of them. I think bad times always reveal, you know, cracks in the system, but I feel so good about being a part of a community that, you know, steps up to the plate and really kind of helps to fill in those cracks when they become apparent. you know, and, yeah. um, we still have a long ways to go, but you know, Hey, we, we, we work all together and we can get it done. So, yeah. um, yeah. So that's kind of the stuff I wanted to talk about happening here and in, in our, in our neck, well, your old neck of the woods. <laughs> <from> the wood.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh. If I only had known you then, but oh, let's, let's focus on the now. All the time. Yeah, but my <laughs> therapist says I have to focus on the present. So <laughs> doing the work, I'm proud of you. <laughs> so let's talk about what you have coming up, because like as you were talking, um, I was totally listening, but I was also looking at your t-shirts that you have available. I mean, I mean, you have you have so much going on, and I.
1: Um, yeah, please support your girl. Like, um... Oh, I'm getting on
0: right now. I'm just like, I'm trying to decide between the women's slim fit or the v-neck, because I need a v-neck. I love life.
1: v-necks. Like, hashtag, I don't know why more companies don't have v-neck shirts. <laughs>
0: yeah, really.
1: I feel like I am always the advocate for v-neck shirts. I'm like, yeah, I know the regular crew necks are cheaper, but as a customer, I would pay a little bit of extra to get a v-neck, dude. Like, yeah. seriously, I totally would. Um... So that's why I have the varieties that I do have the V-neck. I have the women's slim, you know, cause I'm like, look, we, you know, we want to look cute in our shirts. Um, but yeah, I have, uh, I'm currently just on the tail end of finishing getting up my web store. Um, so I'll be, you know, having the green Baker online. So I'll be able to, you know, take orders, process orders, do all of this awesome stuff online. So my web my website will now have a store attached to it. So I'm super excited about that. I can't wait. I've been working on that since May. So congratulations, procrastinator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so that's finally coming to fruition. I'm pushing out that baby as we speak. Okay. And, um, and yeah, so I'm offering um, also online, you know, uh, consulting, um, mm-hmm. patient consulting, cannabis consulting you know, if you have any questions, any thoughts, any like, hey, I don't know what to do with this or whatever, right. please reach out to me. I'm also doing virtual classes. So that's a lot of fun. Um, uh, I have like four of them already scheduled for next month, which actually they were some of the winners of the vagina catalogs virtual bingo parties. So, All
0: right, that was so much fun! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, the three of the winners from the uh, from our
1: virtual bingo party for the vagina catalogs got um, some cooking classes with me. So, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm so looking forward to it because. I just love teaching people. I love teaching people. Yeah. I love when people have those aha moments, you know, when you yeah. like, tell them something and they're like, Oh, and you see them get it. It's just mm-hmm. so great. It's the most amazing feeling. Um, yeah. So I'm doing virtual cooking classes. I'm doing uh virtual consults. Uh, obviously I have the green Baker podcast, which we're starting up our second season that's coming coming together somehow i don't know how but it's coming together <laughs> um and yeah please support with merch while i'm in this transition process i'm going to be moving into a kitchen and getting the website up and stuff so that's definitely taken up like all my energy awesome. you know um and so yeah so that's that's kind of what i have going on and just you know slowly taking over the world becoming the oprah of cannabis you know yes you are
0: i love it um <laughs> I'd say even better because you're like an amalgam of like Oprah and Martha Stewart and somebody way cooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel
1: it. I feel it. I feel like I'm gonna be the Oprah slash Martha Stewart of the cannabis world. I'm yeah. so excited. Talking about Martha Stewart, she just released her own CBD edibles. I don't know if you've seen that, but I
0: saw that. Yeah, yeah. Like, We need that, Martha. All right, we don't need your edibles. Okay, <laughs> Wayne Martha. You're yeah, Martha. <laughs> stay on your own highway. Shit, we
1: don't need that. The rest of us, but of course, it's just gonna be like, like uh, it was funny. I read the article. It was like, you know, gummies. But of course, she doesn't call them gummies. She calls them gay. Yeah. And I'm like, really, no. dude, stop.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't like, think so. Do. Get over yourself,
0: okay? <laughs> I'm doing the jerk off emoji right now. There, there is no jerk off emoji, but there should be. <laughs> there should be a jerk off emoji. <laughs> but I'm just like, okay,
1: Martha. Stay in your lane, okay? There's, there's, you know, we got enough all the way all the way,
0: but you know, people are going to be like, Oh, Martha's doing it now. Maybe I'll try it.
1: <laughs> I can already. I can see it already. We're wearing, you know, freaking <laughs> <beach>. <laughs> Freaking country club Martha, yeah. you know. Oh, man. Oh, well.
0: And that's yeah. when you could be like, I'll be your personalized chef. <laughs> that's it.
1: That's it. Because, you know, your girl is always hustling. So, yep. I would yep. see that in like that. I'd be like, oh, really? You would like a high-end dinner party, would you? Okay. You know, a high-end infused dinner party. Yes, man. Yeah. Here we go. You
0: know? And we can talk about your vaginas while I make your food. <laughs>
1: yes. Let us all talk about our vaginas while we're at the <laughs> How was your... mouse? <laughs> now? you know yeah dude but it,
0: you know oh, i think speaking of the- which i got the bed tentacles on your recommendation i got that um yeah, saw oil. ashley Hello. ashley Hello. sex with ashley
1: <laughs> on instagram
0: Jeez. i should have made that my favorite pot item oh man i forgot about that it's Welcome. amazing we have another podcast coming up you can that's you can true that. <laughs> there's always more <laughs> But (laughs)
1: Ashley, she has her, uh, CBD infused, um, edible, uh, I'm saying edible, but but it is edible. She has like a chocolate uh, thing that's edible. Um, she has a CBD sex, sex wellness, um, uh, line called botanicals. Um, and Mm -hmm. I'll put that in the, uh, since you mentioned it, botanicals, Yeah. Yeah. uh, um, so she has a great line. It's women owned. It's black women owned, which I love. I always love to support things like that. Um, and actually, she and I are going to be doing a little uh, Zoom uh, kind of thing um, next month. I think on the Ooh. twenty eighth. Nice. I think it is. Yeah, I'll have all the information on my Instagram. We're still working out all the deets, but yeah. So she's yeah. she's really great. She's a wonderful businesswoman, and she's so smart. And um, you know, yeah. So definitely look her up and then uh but d you're gonna have to use it and then (laughs) i used it
0: (laughs) it was amazing and i'll be using it again i love it okay so testimonial (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah we're gonna need a testimonial botanical cbd infused sexual you'll be getting
0: it soon yep
1: (laughs) <laughs> nice nice I love it. yeah she was actually a sponsor for the vagina catalogs virtual bingo uh last month or month yeah, yeah
0: that's month. what got me into it because you said you know you recommended it and i said well if, if you're recommending
1: it i got her chocolate i think it's the chocolate massage uh butter oh my god so good i'm like yeah. literally just eat it straight out of the thing but you know. yeah
0: yeah i I just got the regular massage oil so far but everything else is sold out so i mean if that's really really great for her i'm really i'm really happy
1: that she's you know getting that kind of support because that's important us Us small businesses needed all the help
0: we can get so absolutely (laughs) yeah for sure especially right now so um thank you so much and i want you to come back as many times? You as a co-host? I need
1: you to rate me. I need a... Um,
0: You're fantastic. I couldn't ask for a better co-host. Honestly, <laughs> I would do this with you every single time. But <laughs> we have other shows going on, so I don't want to steal you from your other shows. I got but... so
1: much other shit going on, dude. I'm like, oh my gosh. What am yeah. I to myself?
0: <laughs> yeah. So really quick, let's recap before we end. Vegeta, Vagina can Vegeta help. What? The I'm, I'm Virginia
1: name, Virginia analogs, Yes.
0: <laughs> and then you have the Green Baker podcast season two yes. starting soon. Yay. And then you have a bunch of things going on on Insta- Instagram, on live, right?
1: Yeah, please just follow me on Instagram. That's the best place to get all stay up to date with menus, what's happening. I'm going to have an, a cool little launch party when my uh, website gets up and running. Uh, my web store, I should say, because I already have a website. But when my web store um, is officially ready to launch, I'm going to have a really awesome. Probably virtual little party and some sales and stuff going on, so please follow me on Instagram at the dot green dot baker um that's with the dots in the middle. please don't just put the green Baker because it's not yeah, um, I'll link it. <laughs> and i'm sure I'm sure D will have this all in the notes, so yeah I will
0: to follow me <laughs> I got you thank you so much. I appreciate you, and if you're still listening, we appreciate you.
1: Like, you know, if you're in a pinch and you need a co-host, like, do it, okay? I will.
0: Okay. It's on record, so I'm going to. (laughs) He's like, look for can of sugar. (laughs) (laughs) I will. (laughs) Um, So anyway, if you're still listening, we appreciate you. And until next time, stay high and beautiful. Yay, thanks. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.